0: I am so so excited that you joined me on the my whim life show and I am thrilled to be able to share you with my people
1: well thank you so much I'm so glad to be here because I love hanging around you you're so positive and energetic and yeah who doesn't want more of that in their life thank you
0: absolutely yeah we were just talking before we started recording about all of the negativity and social media and uh, You know, on the news and stuff. So it's kind of nice just to be able to focus on the positive every once in a while.
1: Yeah, I'm excited about that.
0: (laughs) Yes. So tell everyone a little bit about you, both personally and what you've got going on in your business. Oh
1: wow. Okay. Well, again, thank you for letting me be here today. I'm I'm excited to uh, be here. I have a uh personally i'm married i've been with my husband for 25 years and i have three daughters and so it's uh I, i have two daughters and he has a daughter we're a blended family and i call her my bonus daughter because she just makes everything so much better i am an entrepreneur and a reverend so i Have Marie's Gold, which is a little bit of everything that I love. Some coaching, some speaking, some writing. And now I've just recently added the title of Reverend to my name. And that's a little bit about me.
0: Yeah, I know that that is something that's really, really, really new for you. Tell me a little bit about that journey. What did that look like? How did you get led in that direction?
1: (laughs) Well, I just think spirit leads you in very curious ways. Um, <laughs> I am a very curious person. So it started out as a question and an inquiry and I have a love and romance conference or summit is what I call it. Cause conference sounds too stiff. It's and the very, a, a few years ago I had Misty Time Young, which you had as your guest recently and oh. I knew she was a reverend and I've always wanted to marry people. It's just something I get giddy about love and romance and I thought, oh, I just really want to marry people and create a journey and an experience for them more than an investing in the marriage part of the relationship versus just, you know, the wedding part. And so I just inquired and she spilled her testimony to me. And it was so personal and so sweet. And then the curious part for me was, I, my degree is in multicultural. And so when we were going to learn a little bit each month about a new religion and practice their practices and get a taste of all the major world religions, I thought, well, that sounds really interesting. And it sounds fun. Sign me up. Well, then 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 that's the hook that's what gets you in there and then you realize (laughs) oh it's not about all of that it's about me and my personal journey and it's been a really wonderful experience because i get to have a stronger connection uh, with spirit and i get to be in this community with some really amazing people. And so just imagine this being in a room full of about a 100 people from all different backgrounds, all different races, religions, jobs, opportunities, and we just focus on the word love. And well, you already know, love's my big word. <laughs> and it's, it's just this amazing experience, amazing community of people who just... Are driven from spirit, and so that was, yeah. Now I'm hooked, and it's it's my spiritual home is uh, one spirit. So, yeah, that started out being curious. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love it. I'm I'm super a curious person, just like that. Um, you know, maybe not necessarily always guided in the same direction, obviously, because I think we've all got our own internal compasses that 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 lead us around sometimes. Um, whether that's from the heart or from the spirit or whatever that is, but, uh, I definitely get the curiosity piece of that for sure.
1: That's so usually well, how I get hooked into <laughs> things. It's like, Oh, that, you already know my language. So, yeah. <laughs>
0: exactly. So tell me a little bit more about Marie's gold.
1: Well, I, I was a teacher. It's my third opportunity in career i was a secretary for the police department when i first started and then i was a teacher for 20 years and i i loved teaching it was my heart and my passion i got to teach five-year-olds who can teach you what life is all about and i loved loved that but it was time for a shift and to really pursue my passion of enhancing relationships and making relationships stronger. And so I took an early retirement I, because I had worked for the state for a while. I was able to take this early retirement and they go, Oh, you can stay for 12 more years. And they go, why? Cause I can do what I would really have a passion for now. And so I got a, an opportunity to passion. And so when I sat down to figure out what the business, was I knew I love writing. I've I've taught writing for probably 15, 20 years. I do something called poetry therapy, which is a way to write from the inside and heal, uh, doing personal journeys. And so that I I developed a you a for you project. And then I also love speaking and storytelling and all those fun things and i didn't know what to call it my husband goes well i know let it be marie's gold the other reason is because marie wallace is a pretty common name there's like three famous people (laughs) named marie wallace so marie's gold (laughs) was this thing and it was also part of a journey because i had started writing a book about me and my dad and it was called my dad wanted it to be called um a junk man's journey and we added the tagline rummage for the gold in the soul so then it just all aligned so perfectly because i got to see some beauty and in, in a whole bunch of chaos he was kind of this he was a junk man a big hoarder but you could just see all this gold in, in the linings of things and so that's that's the journey of marie's gold it's just all the things i love I mean, yeah, who wouldn't yeah. want a life like that just to enjoy all the things you love and, and call it a business? It also <laughs> now has recently been doing conferences and coaching and and now some new things called like heart crate to bring in dates, more fun dating things in your life. So, yeah.
0: yeah. You have so many different things to dig into. Um, tell me a little bit more about your uh, love and romance summits that you have put on uh, I don't you know what what does that look like for the future what have you done in the past I mean uh, the environment is changing but I still think it's so so important to keep that top of mind all the time
1: I, I really appreciate this question because it's something that's near and dear to my heart um, my my husband and I both have failed at relationships. And actually, if you're human, you've probably failed at some relationships. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we knew that there was this craving and this need for people to um, have role models because they would go, oh, we... We can't have a relationship like yours yours is a unicorn and and it and we have an amazing relationship but by no means discount all the work and the time that we put into it and after 25 years it should look a little bit easier <laughs> so, you know practice practice um, practice <laughs> and, and that was again one of those yeah practice one of those things where you wake up one day and spirit just says uh, you're putting on a conference and like i said i i like the word summit better and and i went what i i'm gonna what and i'm gonna how and and honestly you know from doing things like you know, this, your podcast and, and your YouTube videos and all the amazing things that you do, you just follow the call. And yeah. so uh, I just took one step at a time and I built this amazing thing. I did know that I wanted community to be involved and I wanted to bring resources to people in lots of different areas. And so I had my very first one at Lake Harbor Event Center and it was so amazing and beautiful that they have the lake there. just giving people an opportunity to be with each other engage with each other engage with the speakers just take that time to be alone and actually um, work together on making your relationship great it didn't mean that anything was wrong with your relationship this is take you to the next level and have deeper connections and uh my very first my very first conference or very first summit I'm in there and in the speakers room and one of my friends has me stop and it was the most important moment in history. She just said, "I want you to take a look at what you just created and enjoy the moment because, you know, some of us like me that are doers, we just we move to the next thing we're called to do and and sometimes we don't take that moment to just go, "Oh, this is amazing and watching the conversations and feeling the energy of the room. And uh, one of the really cool things that came out of that, I had a gal that has um, seven sisters and they told her she was too picky. And she said, um, I I just don't think I am. And, And our conference gave her the permission to say, my standards aren't too high. I'm in alignment with what I value and I want. And she met a couple of months later, she met her husband, right, her husband to be on a camping trip. Now, you take someone to a camping trip, you don't (laughs) meet them, right? So so never end the possibilities with that. And, and And we had speakers fall in love along the way. It's just been... An amazing experience and I think all I get to do is be open to who is called to be in that space and bring them in and and it always magically works out that they we're all talking about the same things and then it just flows real nicely and then the last two years we've added this night of play and and what I like about that is sometimes as couples we especially right now right we have so much going on we have kids and jobs and and social media and people asking all these things from our time not only from our personal time but our time couples time too and so it's really a fun way to engage with your community and with your partner and and just enjoy. So that's sort of evolving that way. And now with COVID going on, we had to make the decision to put it online, which adds an element of how do we engage with each other more? And, you know, people are tired of being on Zoom. Some, of, some people are. Uh, however, this is cool. We're going to go live this year and we have Janelle Anderson who's an amazing MC, and so she has these little activities you know little parades and little fun things just to keep us moving and out of our seats so it won't be like an, any live event that you've done as far as uh, um, a live online conference right. so yeah we're hoping to just and then we'll have people moderating so they can ask the questions. The speakers questions right then and there and so that's kind of where it's gone and evolved over time and you know you just be open to okay I guess that's what we're doing now I think being open to possibilities and rolling with the flow and being flexible are all part of you know growing your business right so sure. that's what we get to do
0: yeah and I think that that sometimes for people is really really difficult uh, you know in coaching entrepreneurs and business owners myself watching them be like this this is what the plan is when I can see the direction that they're being pushed in and they're super resistant because that's not in the plan. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, you just gotta just just open up just just a little bit and take a look at, at what those possibilities are because it may bring you something that you couldn't have even dreamed of i know i never
1: imagined i'd be doing a a reverend right they asked me what what do you think what do you think your um service is going to be or your um ministry and i'm going ministry i didn't sign up for that (laughs) oh yeah you did (laughs) so possibilities but then you just realize that you're in the middle of whatever it is that you are meant to be doing anyway and so my life is my ministry and so it and being open to the possibilities of that is what allowed me to go oh okay I can be of service in this way and so yeah being open to possibilities is so huge I I think I I had a client once that just couldn't see past this one thing and so I had her move on the tiles on the floor okay I said it could be this because she was sure what someone was thinking right I said well it could be this or it could be this or it could be this and so I gave her like you know 10 different scenarios and she was like oh yeah so (laughs) I mean or whatever it is right It's, it's just that we we sometimes get stuck in these rigid roles or these rigid thoughts and then it doesn't leave room for growth or or nuances or fun little fun little tricks,
0: right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Speaking of creative opportunities, I know that out of this love and romance, part of what you and Joe do to stay on top of your relationship is date each other. And now you are coming up with a date box. What (laughs) does that look like?
1: Well, uh, I have to thank one of my friends because I had this book on my heart for probably, I don't know, 15 years, maybe a little bit longer. And Joe and I have dated since, day one we we had children so the only time away was thursday nights and we called it happy thursday and what i love is i got a chance to be creative so i created this really special date for joe he was a bachelor so i snuck into his house because he used to leave his front door open and i um, made him dinner and he didn't have a table so i (laughs) i found these little tv dinner trays and paint buckets and just created this romantic evening in his garage with paint buckets and this um, little tv tray and then he reciprocated and we just had been doing these fun little surprises for each other off and on for the last 25 years and so my friend goes you keep talking about making this book i need this book well you write it and so i think it's been almost three years i co-created it found this amazing graphic designer tiffany eller who who could read my mind like she took the things that i i was thinking and dreaming i made these recipe cards so that it would be real easy because my husband said you know us dudes just want something that's laid out for us so give us a recipe so (laughs) it's it's really recipes for days and it's called the romance cookbook well from there it evolved well some people said well i i'm you know I really want someone that will create that for me right or have that ready for me and so then I think I'm the only one who's thought of this there are plenty of people out there who have been doing it but I think what's been fun for me is it's a way for me to keep expanding right I get to be creative every couple of months because right now we're just doing them seasonally but every couple of months we put together three dates and they have kind of a theme to them and then we have games that connect you and fun little recipe to create together and just giving you time for your relationship where you don't have to go out and do all the things and buy all the things. But I also did one because my heart's still on weddings, I did one that created something for weddings intentionally so we have love notes which we think are super super important just showing your partner how much you appreciate just instilling those habits uh there's an intentions fun grid and there's a date night jar just to instill the habits that you want to use in your relationship because you know what the dishes are going to be there tomorrow all the chores and all the things and all the the kids and the 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 pets and all those will all be there but just taking some intentional time together and doing something fun uh was my whole intention behind creating it and then like i said you just you just get to keep creating and going well i like this i think this would be fun for someone else and just in I think we don't play enough as adults and I that's one thing I learned as a teacher is you follow a five-year-old around like everything is play and I I think they enjoy life more right they walk into a room and everything is amazing and lovely and awesome and we just need more opportunities so that's that was the intention of creating all of that so.
0: Yeah, I think it's so interesting that you bring up play because that's what been one of the things that I think is has been really hard for me. I'm so driven and so, choo, 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 like, do the things, do the things. Um, that play is definitely gets lost on me pretty often. Um, and and uh, our mutual friend Megan Bryant has really helped me bring oh, play awesome. back. <laughs> yeah, she's fantastic. So... Uh, I've definitely taken a lot of her classes and encouraged my friends to take her classes uh, because I just didn't realize how much I was missing that piece. Um, and and it turns out, um, <laughs> it turns out I really like to play. Uh, oh. As a matter of fact, at at a, um, at a friend's gathering recently um i'm i usually you know kind of hang back and i like the one-on-one stuff i'm really good one-on-one with people um but they finally got me up there and put bohemian rhapsody on the karaoke machine and i let me just tell you first of all cannot sing at all not even a little bit (laughs) but i i just belted that thing out in the most ridiculous manner and i haven't laughed that hard in years so you know that that play thing where you go oh yeah that's what this feels like and you get that genuine belly laugh going and it's just magic it really is it's the
1: five-year-old in you that's been longing to to come out and play for a while and yes and the belly laughs and um so some of the games that we've created we of course we have to play them and and that brings this whole new element of seeing your partner in a different light and some of the other things we do for date night are in service to others because see your partner in service it, it it adds another element to your relationship i just think it deepens the connection there's just not enough time sometimes for the experiential yes date night is awesome but yeah. trying lots of different kinds of fun things and i would have loved to have been there on that bohemian rhapsody <laughs> i think that would be awesome and yeah and that's the other part of me that wishes i could like peek in i i i have people who come to me they started calling me the love rev about a year ago and they'll people will come to me to tell me their love stories because their friends don't want to hear them anymore and i go please please whenever somebody gets a new update or something cool happening in their relationship please tell me i don't know why where that came from except that maybe um this is a little tangent just that my my dad, my parents were never successful. My mom left when I was five. My dad was married like eight times and never could find that. And I'm going, I just don't want that for me or for my children. And I'd rather not be married, which is how I got to that solution of, oh, okay, I'm failing at this. What do I have to do? Step back work on this. And and if I could give anybody a piece of advice, it would be anytime you want something to change in any of your relationships, especially your primary partnership, uh, Mm -hmm. start here, because that's where all the changes happen. And as I change and I grow, my partner usually automatically does. And, and anyway, I just think that's where my passion came from, because I just, I wanted people to have that that joy and love, and I knew I wasn't a unicorn. And so, yeah, more time to play, more time to engage and connect. And I don't know, I just appreciate talking about it.
0: That's <laughs> awesome, no, I love it. And there's so many people I know that are, that are benefiting from all the different things that you have put out into the world, whether it's your books or your summit or these date boxes or anything like it's just, people are craving that opportunity to connect um, and, and they just don't always know how to do it. So you Mm -hmm. being able to hand them a recipe for that is pretty freaking remarkable. Oh, thank you. I think it doesn't matter. It's just fun for me,
1: (laughs) right? Um, it, It does matter. I'm not saying that I'm just saying that if I focus on, You know that part is is as long as I keep enjoying and building and growing from there I know that we will reach people. I think I've heard this in a previous interview of yours, too I'm a big fan of the ripple effect, right? It I if I can make a difference in this life that makes a difference in in so many lives and I think that's where the heart space that I come from is is serving in my way and my way is through fun and play and experiences and putting it out there but yeah i got to be having fun along the way too because how convincing is it if i say hey let's play and i'm like
0: (laughs) right yeah no that definitely doesn't work definitely doesn't work um so from the entrepreneur side now that we're talking about you know we do things because we love the creation process but there's definitely a point where it can't just be all dreams and rainbows and all the fun stuff there's work that has to be done to make this a reality so how do you what skills do you have that you use to stay motivated focused and on track making what you have dreamt about turn into a reality that's an
1: awesome question I think um, planning is always a part of it I think sometimes we're in resistance to planning but anytime we're successful it's usually because of planning and I have that in my teaching background doesn't mean you're rigid with that plan or that that schedule because what I've learned as a teacher is the plan is there so that you have a structure to move forward but knowing that you're going to monitor and adjust along the way according to whatever the needs are in that case it was students in this case it's my business uh so so definitely planning calendaring dreaming uh there's a method that i learned from our old friend frank white a long time ago gave us this little formula and you just kind of organized who your people are and start learning how to delegate that was hard as a teacher because teachers are used to like changing the hats and and so learning to delegate has been helpful enlisting people who believe in what so having that support and listing of people who believe in what you're doing is always helpful because this entrepreneurship is not for the faint of heart no. if you're not if you if, if you don't have that support system you could easily just take a dive because it does hurt the heart sometimes when you go oh my gosh this is what you know the waiting game for something to take off things always take longer than you expect them to do and all the iterations from that right (laughs) The, the, the date boxes alone i think i started those in march maybe april and now they're just now starting to take off but it it takes a while you just have to be patient with yourself but here's my key tool have fun along the way if you're not having fun as you're doing it And and I know I I say that a lot, but honestly, if you get too serious in there, you could easily just throw in the towel very quickly. Um, And just looking at as a journey, I uh, had a counselor once who called it the blue highways, take the blue highways, because that's where the scenery is and all the fun stuff. And just take a moment to say, you know what, this is cool. Because when I started my first conference, I got to tell you, I think I I was a basket of nerves cuz I really wanted to do well for the speakers and I really wanted it to have this ambiance for couples and you have all the these moving parts and if I would have gotten so serious all the time it it wouldn't have had the feel like imagine going to a conference where I'm like this the whole time yeah <laughs> at, yeah which I wasn't to be beginning. Yes. <laughs> Fortunately <laughs> I have a husband who's really supportive and and just helps ground me and reminds me of where I'm at. So um, having supportive people around to just to re-remind you of those moments of your why. Holding your why close to your heart goes helps get you through those those moments when you're going, Oh really? I have to make like <laughs> 10 more phone calls or i have to i like this year i mean i could have given up and said i'm not going to have a conference this year or i could figure out how to monitor and dress and you know have a big learning curve fortunately for me i have some some experience with doing some video conferencing kind of things however it doesn't mean when you're actually putting on the conference that it's easier because it's not so i guess those tools along the way is just having having the planning, having the people, being flexible, uh, going back to that other part that we talked about earlier, being flexible is probably the most important part. And when something's not working, go, don't don't give up. Just say, hey, I know there's a way. There's always possibilities. I just haven't yet thought of it. So I call myself the queen of possibilities because you can't tell me no. I, I know there's a way. I haven't figured it out yet, but I know there's a way. And so um, I think that's some of the tools that I would say. There's probably others along the way. But if at any point, and that's what I always said to myself at, as a teacher if at any point I feel like I'm not enjoying it or it feels too rigid and I'm not, um, I'm not. Enjoying that experience, either I need to create something new and move forward, or uh, yeah, maybe try a new career. I right. I know that I can't ever not, I can't really be retired. My husband goes, you don't retire very well. <laughs> I go, no. So yeah, I started over fifty being an entrepreneur, and I I can call myself that now. It took a while. I remember my very first networking meeting, and I, and they're like they had these pitches down and i'm like I am i don't know what i am so maybe taking a deep dive into who you are and what you really want to do is you know probably important too okay. did i answer your question yes <laughs>
0: absolutely i totally get exactly what you're talking about and you know same thing i remember when i first started you know outside of real estate you know once i started doing coaching and talking to people about that i'm sure people were like oh what is like she needs some confidence you know and here i am i've always been a super confident person but when you move into something new you're like i don't I don't really know what what am I supposed to say what does that look like how does how does that sound what am I supposed to say there's just so many things that I think change in that moment Um, and that's where you know people like you and I that can that have been through that and know what that feeling is can really help others kind of walk through that process for
1: sure it certainly stretches you as a person right <laughs> Absolutely. Like you, said, you can be a totally confident person, and then you're thrown into this new situation. You're going, oh, I'm not really good at navigating this right now. And so I think it's also important to get a coach. I mean, even coaches have coaches because that's how you get to the next level. And so I think never be you know n- never shy away from coaching cuz you can always learn more and and grow as a person cuz the coaching's just as much for you as it is for them you learn new aspects about yourself and you're going oh okay that's super cool
0: yeah, oh, yeah i got to work on that <laughs> yes and
1: <laughs> which is why those people are in your life you yeah. get to explore and learn and
0: create together absolutely Uh, So another question for you: What in your life or business do you feel is not negotiable? My life or business?
1: Um. Ooh, that's a very good question. Um. No mean people. I, I don't have. I I don't have time in my life for mean people or inflexible people because we're evolving as people. No one. Um. I guess I have a hard time with these rigid ways of being and And so I think for me, I, I, not to say everything has to be positive because I, I mean, I am a positive person or I feel that that's where I gravitate. It doesn't mean that I'm not willing to explore, learn, or get in, dig in, you know, down and dirty too. I just think having a, a mode of love and kindness in the world and compassion, because I think, Um, For me, nothing is rigid. We don't know the journey anyone is going on. Sometimes we don't know the journey we're going on. (laughs) Um, And just leaving room for that, everybody to find their own way because we all came here with our our gifts and our passions and the things that we were intended to do here and just know that everyone's doing the best they can. As far as non-negotiables, I, I think in my relationships, I I like to be, I like it to be reciprocal where we're supporting each other, where we're building each other up, where we're holding each other's brilliance for each other. Uh, I don't think there's enough of that in the world where you say, you know what? You are so amazing and brilliant. Let me, let me be the mirror for you. If, Just building each other up and building community. I am a big fan of that. I think I sort of circled around that because I'm, I'm not rigid in in any of that. I just know that I'm, you know, you can be in my space or not in my space. But if, if, if it's too much conflict as far as and it's not, not workable you know sure. maybe maybe that's the end of the season who knows i do know understand relation every person comes into your space for a reason and so yeah that's where i'm at i think on that i know I that was a circle but
0: no I, it totally <laughs> it totally wraps right back around to you know what you what you initially said was you know i don't like mean people or people who have a you know ha- have rigid standards you have to be able to be flexible because we know that we're growing all the time. And so we're going to make mistakes. We're going to change our mind, our opinion about something may change given new information. Um, And I think that we seek out other people who are willing to take a look at that kind of stuff. If you are dead set in your ways, and this is the only way, and this is the only right way, that's when things (laughs) get a little uncomfortable with me. Cause I, you know, uh, I think it's really interesting I had a friend of mine send me a video and it was it was um, it was very political you know very one direction um, but they definitely had some really good points that made me think um, and and she wanted feedback and I said I said, you know I think. Uh, the biggest thing for me is there are some really good points that got me thinking uh, I definitely wanted now do some more research on this subject however I noticed that several times the speaker said I know this is how it is when really there's actually no possible way they could know that's how it is mm-hmm. and that makes me really uncomfortable with with pursuing the rest of the information because I feel like it's being forced on me rather than providing information in order for me to make a decision. Um, so I totally feel you on that. Like, I just want to be around people that are like, this is my experience. What is your challenge? My beliefs, please yes. do. <laughs>
1: Exactly. I don't mind that at all. Like if it becomes an inquiry, that's I I love seeing other people's perspectives and and going, you know, um, I, I, I talked to someone this weekend who has almost opposite beliefs that I do. And I said, Well, why do you think that way? And he listed out all these things and I go. I can totally see your perspective, doesn't mean I'm going to change mine, actually, I changed a couple of things by what was said, but it was really an honoring of that other person, I think that's what I'm, the word I'm looking for, those relationships where we're honoring of the different viewpoints, and you just, you eat up the fact that, wow they have a different perspective and i love that but if if i i've seen too many people and know too many people personally well that's a fact that this is happening and it's a fact that this is happening like, and it's well, a fact oh even these days like seeing even watching various news sources i still feel like i don't know the a fact in any of it so i right. think like you said, just being so rigid and not willing to to look at it is, I don't know. It's I, I love that. <laughs> Challenge me. I love the challenges it, in a respectful way. Right. I, I think there's, my husband loves playing those question games. Some days I'm, I'm really open for it where he's like, and, and so he and his mom used to do this. Like she would take one side and, And he would take another whether they believed that side or not and they would love like debate it down and it was so interesting to watch a little rough to be part of as far as that goes but it was fun to watch and it's like oh i can see your points in that and so that's my curious um information you know input part of me that i love But at the same time, if you're so rigid in your thinking and think you know it all, it's not very much fun. Yes, you do. You know it all. And
0: yay for you. Yay Yay for you. (laughs) Yay. So, tell me and everyone else watching, where can we find you, your love and romance goodness, your date boxes, all of your good stuff that we need to get a hold of?
1: Well, at mariesgold.com. So it's M A R I E S mariesgold.com so that's where the hub of everything is and you'll see little pieces and parts and different things i just want to say it was so much fun to be here and i just appreciate you very much and i appreciate learning about all the yummy good people that you know too so keep doing what you're doing because it's awesome
0: thank you i definitely this is one of those uh those you know heart led scenarios i have no other reason to do this other than i just love it i love connecting people and i find that connecting people one-on-one especially right now is so hard to do in an effective way um and so this makes me feel like i can share one person with so many more in a deeper way, then you're going to be able to connect with all of those different people. So I just love it. <laughs> Me too. So is your number
1: one, uh, is your number one, um, talent connecting people? Is that um, one of your top five in
0: strengths? It's not actually in my top five strengths, interestingly enough. My top five, I definitely know by heart. Uh, my number one is significance, which I think is the, the really kind of wraps around to the reason that I do this show. I have to feel that the work that I'm doing uh, is making a significant impact in others' lives. Um, my number two is restorative. Um, so it's, uh, all back to, uh, relationships. Um, and then I have activator, which makes me just do all the things. Um, and then, <laughs> <laughs> and then I do command, which makes it so I'm not afraid to get on camera. And number five is communication. So oh, literally every one of my top five strengths I get to use to their utmost potential um, putting this show together and I love it. Oh,
1: well, thank you for being you in the world. That's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> yes.
0: Okay. I have one last question that I always ask at the end of every show. And it is, how do you give back?
1: My giving back, is I I love just connecting with people. I'll randomly send cards or gifts, but recently I've been re- randomly investing in people's businesses. Now it's not a lot, but it's my way of contributing sure. and just going, you know what, I really believe in your business, and so I'm going to do this. And that's usually the way I do believe There's a lot of components of my conference where I I give back and I do very similar to you where I interview people and I give them the opportunity to shine because we just don't have enough of those in the world where you go, look, look at all the amazingness because we each have that in in the world. And so those are some of the ways I'm probably, there's probably other ways that I, sometimes I just randomly donate to people's birthday Charities and those kinds of things and just find ways to do that and now as a reverend I'm I'm working to be a companion in care, especially during these difficult times of of COVID and Honoring people and helping them through those so a lot of times Random calls phone calls just to check in on people that are I know are having a hard time. So yeah
0: Yeah, Absolutely I appreciate that about you very much. I think everybody has their unique ways of giving back. And I think more than anything, asking that question gives people an opportunity to think about how they are showing up in this world. For sure. (laughs) I appreciate you very much. And we will talk to you
1: soon. Thank you. I've had a good time.
0: Thank you so much for tuning in to the My Wim Life Show today. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a moment of the goodness.